0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Inglorious RBG and happy International Women's Day. On today's episode, I'll be getting into a topic that I think many, many people can relate to and that's body image, media, and body acceptance. Body image has played a huge role in all areas of my life throughout my life. I understand and have managed uh, living with body image disorders and eating disorders and I know I'm far from the only one. I'm so fortunate to have my first year roommate and wonderful friend Kenzie joining me later to get into our takes and struggles in the past with our worth and our body image, and also how we've managed to overcome relating what we look like to our identity and value, even though there are still moments or days where I've definitely considered bad image, uh, body image days. We'll also be talking about how um, body image again has affected or affects our dating lives and confidence in other areas of life. And finally, we'll share some of our favorite fitness and well-being activities and how we're changing the game and not fighting against what our body wants. This day and all of March, as it's also Women's History Month, gender equality has been a topic that's been at the forefront of my mind. Kenzie and I are obviously two women discussing our relationship with food and our bodies, but there's also many men that deal with body image problems, eating disorders, and struggling with confidence. Everyone should be able to talk about these issues, and men as well as minorities are less likely to seek help. If you are someone who struggles, I hope you know you're not alone. With that being said, though, I'd hope that all the women listening to this podcast celebrate their accomplishments, as well as their female friends, coworkers, family members, and any other female success, and I hope men do the same. This includes challenging um, our thoughts and actions in order to eradicate and challenge gender bias and inequality. So yeah, that's really um, the topic of what we'll be ta- getting into today. And uh, to start off the recommendations for this week, I was finally able to watch the framing Britney documentary as is now on Crave in Canada. And if you weren't already aware of the discernible sexism that exists in the media, this documentary will definitely get you thinking. To this day, what a woman wears or says still defines how she's treated at work, at home, and in the public eye. The media also definitely plays a role uh, in how we view ourselves. So watch the documentary if you haven't, and think about how both the media and nowadays social media really influences your confidence and perceptions. As you may have imagined, all of this week's recs are going to come from some very talented women. If you're on Netflix, I cannot recommend watching Taylor Tomlinson's Quarter Life Crisis enough. Taylor is what this podcast is all about. She's in her mid-twenties, she's taking a hard look at her life choices, and she's making you laugh about it all. I'm sorry, you may have the career, uh, the relationship, the family you want in your 20s, but there's still something you have to be questioning. Did I travel enough? Am I gonna be too old to go to the clubs when they're open again? Should I dye my hair because everything in my life has been the same for the last five years? These are your 20s, it's confusing. There are some things that you just don't have the answers to and that's okay. The film and her act embraces these years and she's just seriously a funny, relatable chick. So I'm not talking about the Bachelor this week. Um, I just needed a break from that. So this week's reality TV highlight is on Summer House season five. To be fair, um, it's on Bravo, but in the states, I watch it on. Well, I watch it illegally. Shh. <laughs> I've only seen I've only seen season four and now five, and it's just the perfect trash reality TV. It's kind of like The Real World, which I shamelessly loved growing up. But the group dynamics are that they're not really strangers for the most part, at least not in these seasons. And some of them are in relationships. They're all dealing with their own messes and lives in their own way, and it's just great. Hannah Berner is one of my favorites off the show. She has a few podcasts of her own and also has some very relatable and hilarious Instagram posts. In the last few episodes, she's been dealing with this guy named Luke. He's on the show. Um, She had chemistry with him in the previous season. They, I guess, dated but ultimately, he mistreated her and made her question everything they had been through, essentially. The season isn't done, and obviously, it's a show, and you never really know what went down, but from what I can tell, Luke's just a player. Hannah liked him, and he played with her emotions. However, she's strong, and I admire her for standing up for herself. You know, like, she knows when she's being treated wrongly, and I think that we all sometimes don't listen to our gut instincts, but we know when we're being treated wrongly. And in this case, she just doesn't let him, or anyone for that matter, walk all over her. Her reality is reality, and I think that's why it's so important not to attack and to rather openly and discuss our feelings. Um, She's also very open about her mental health, and I'm all for that. You know, mental health doesn't have to be something you're scared of discussing or feel is taboo to talk about. Um, Obviously, I understand, you know being able to talk about it can be difficult. So again, talk about it with people you trust if it's something that's, you know, something you're dealing with. Um, And like I've said before, I'm not sharing every detail of my life. But one thing I'm usually okay with discussing with my friends in relationships, a therapist, my family uh, is dealing with the underpinnings of my mind. So yeah, that's Summer House. I do recommend it. I think it's again, perfect trash reality TV. And lastly, uh, in terms of movie TV category, if you haven't seen Hidden Figures yet, I finally did. It's been a couple years and it was incredibly well done. And each of the women put on an amazing performance. And the story itself is ex- just extremely inspiring for women in science, especially, but just for women of all kinds. And men. everyone just be inspired by it. It was a great movie and also yay for Anya Taylor-Joy for winning the Golden Globes award for best performance in a miniseries. The Queen's Gambit was such a compelling show. It was heartfelt, displayed women supporting women and the power of friendship and Anya just killed it. She played the role brilliantly. And um yeah, if you haven't seen that, I mean, really, have you been living under a rock? It's like the most popular show of the year other than when Love Was* *Love is Blind and Tiger King were out. But yeah, it was just incredible, and I'm very happy she won that award. So some amazing female artists I've been really into these days. Um, Morgan Harper jo- Jones. Her song, Breathe, it's gotten me through some tough moments, um, but it's beautiful, um, as well as Abemaro's song, Folding, and Sarah Klang's song, It's Been Having Knowing You. Um, they're all they all sing different they all have different voices but they all are just powerful on their own and Sinead Harnett I hope I say her name right Sinead I know it's an Irish an Irish name Sinead Harnett okay she recently released a song Last Love um, but she has so many other great hits like If You Let Me, Lessons, Too Good for a Bad Thing, and Walking Away so definitely check her out um, and honestly just listen to anything by May the Muse, Sasha Keeble, Charlotte Day Wilson, and Liana La they're all incredible. And just because this is all about women, some of my other favorites, um, Jasmine Sullivan, please check out, Lana Del Rey Forever, and Miley Cyrus Forever. Just such amazing women. Such beautiful music. Um, Oh, and last thing, I did finish reading the novel The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. The novel got to a point where I absolutely could not put it down, and I stayed up till two reading, and if you know me, that is next to never happening i never stay up past like 10:30. um the book demonstrated the best and worst of people and it seems like the story of the characters themselves really intertwined with the harsh realities of living in alaska and the final chapters were just heart-wrenching shocking and i seriously couldn't put it down so i can't recommend that book enough all right that was a very detailed list of entertainment to get watching reading and listening to but i can't help it there's just too many women pouring their hearts into what they do now to get into this episode's main discussion. Today I have my first year roommate and very good friend Kenzie here to discuss experiences with negative body perception. Unknowingly, we both thought similar things without knowing how the other felt, even though we are so close. We'll be talking about a growth mindset, a mindset and body acceptance, and how to live your most confident life. Kenzie's a yoga instructor. She's the most spirited, intelligent person I know, and she truly lives and dances to the beat of her own drum. And I'm so happy to have her here. Please welcome Kenzie Coom.
1: Wow, I'm holding my heart right now. Thank you Aww. for that beautiful introduction, Robin. So nice to see you. So good to see you. So we've
0: discussed, like we did have a Zoom call a little bit ago, where we talked. We just like caught up on everything. But yeah. it's been a while since we saw each other. Well, it's been a while since we saw each other, but it had been a while since we spoke. And we just kind of talked about some similar experiences that we had and just things that we didn't know about each other that could have known and could have dealt with with one another when we were back at school together. Just give us a bit about your background, um, you know, like where you are, what you're doing, what you studied, and mm-hmm. everything like that.
1: Yeah. So currently I'm in Whistler, British Columbia. I moved to Whistler in September but I've lived um I've lived at west like I've lived in and around sort of British Columbia for the last 5 years I think it's been. I am originally from about an hour outside of Toronto, super small town. Um when I finished high school, I went to Western University where I met Robin, first year roommate. Yep. <laughs> and um I originally entered um in the program, it's it was, I was in a program called medical sciences. I originally wanted to um, go to med school and become a doctor. And that was sort of the, my original plan. And after my second year of university, well, I guess I was in the middle of my second year and I decided it just wasn't, wasn't working for me. There was something I just didn't, didn't feel like it was my sort of path. It didn't feel right. I, I've always been really passionate about environmental sustainability. um, Like since I was probably 15 years old, 14 years old. um, And I decided I had taken some classes about it as well. Like in while I was at Western, I had taken some university classes about sustainability and um, really loved them and was like, I think, I think that's actually what I want to change into. And that's what I think I want my degree to be into. So I decided I wanted to change, into environmental science. And my sort of mindset was, um, there was an environmental science program at Western, but I really wanted to study it in um, a, a setting where I could really like explore and be outside and like learn about the things like hands-on that I was learning about. And yeah. for me, I just didn't, I didn't see, I, I looked into the program a bit at Western, but I just, when I looked at other programs, like at, at West, it seemed um, for at least the schools that I was applying to, it seemed it seemed like they really have more of a focus on um, like the hands-on aspect of it. So I decided to apply to UBC, um, both the campuses in Vancouver and, and um, the Okanagan, which is uh, in the city of Kelowna in British Columbia. And um, I was super lucky I got, I got into both and was just deciding on which one I wanted to go to and ended up uh, landing on the, the UBC Okanagan campus I think because my main reasoning was it was a lot smaller, whereas UBC Van was very similar in size to Western, both giant universities. And I, I wanted, I think, something a little I wanted to change, wanted to go to something a little a little smaller. And I'd, I'd heard good things about the area. I'd never been there before in my life. I have only had only been at West at this point um, one time to visit my sister who actually was living in Whistler and who still lives in Whistler. Um, so I'd only been out west once had never been to Kelowna, um, and then just decided to move there. Uh, my first time going there. And then finished my degree there um, in environmental science. And fast forward, I did some seasons, some snowboarding seasons in Revelstoke and Fernie and intermittently, I, I also started um, right when I finished my second year of university, actually at Western, I got a job um, as a tree planter. So I started spending my summers. I would start usually around the beginning of May and it was sort of changed each year how long I would plant till, sometimes I would plant until the end of July, sometimes I planted until October. It was really sort of varying depending on the season, but um, I started doing that every summer um, following my second year of university and I started planting in Ontario, did a few seasons there, did a little bit in Quebec and then moved into um, Northern Alberta and planted a little bit in Saskatchewan, and then this um, this upcoming season I'll be in British Columbia. I'll be in um, Hundred Mile House. So planted all of Canada. <laughs> yeah, so, it's amazing. Few provinces. You had a million, yeah. you hit your millionth tree last summer. Yeah, I did. Yeah, amazing. planted my millionth tree. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and then um, and then so I was I've been really lucky that because I've since i finished university um now i sort of plant in the the summers and then i've been i mostly kind of take the winters to do sort of whatever usually snowboarding and i'm kind of lucky that i'm able to kind of take the winters off in terms of i don't really usually work too much during the winter um last year i decided to um spend the winter and i was in um south america for 6 months and i Yeah. Right before COVID literally came back and it was just a coincidence. I came back and literally the following week, everything started to lock down. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was just random though. I was already planning on coming home. Um, but yeah, I also in the last, I would say probably five years, just started getting, um, more into yoga and just like having it become sort of a regular part of my life. Um, always been into being active and, um, I really started to, and to in, actually I remember doing my very first yoga class was at Western actually yeah. at the gym there. And I remember hating it hilariously enough, but for some reason I just stuck, I stuck to it. Just, I remember going to my Friday classes it was just once a week I would go and somehow started to like it. And, um, and then started really to really, it's hard to get into. It is hard to get into. Yeah. For yeah. me, it was really difficult. The um, I'm, I'm, I used to be a dancer when I was young. So the flexibility part was, was totally like no problem for me. Yeah. And like the deep stretching, the I just struggled Sorry. Was it the pace? I found the pace. It was, I wanted
0: the to pace. do something, yeah. I want to do something faster. faster and yeah.
1: yeah. It, holding a pose for like, yeah. you know, a few breaths felt like et- et- eternity. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. me. I was like, I could not slow down. Like I was, yeah. Like super, super fast, super, super hyper, that was, that was me. And yeah, I think that was, that was exactly it. Um, when I first started was like, I don't know if this is for me. And then for some reason, I don't know why though I stuck with it. Maybe I was just yeah. like, this is hard. And maybe I was like, I want to, challenge I guess it's a, it's a challenge. It was like a good challenge. Um, and then just, especially once I moved, then once I moved out West, I started, I started to get more and more into it and doing, doing classes like multiple times a week. And then, you know, like up, to like five times a week and just really started to get into it and then started thinking about maybe doing my yoga teacher training and um still was like thinking like I'm probably not ready like I, I don't I don't think I'm ready yet um I don't feel there yet that I would be able to teach and then when I was traveling I was just thinking about it more and more and I kind of was like doing some research and found a teacher training that was near where I was staying in Peru and hopped on that and did my yoga teacher training. Um, so I graduated just about a year ago now. That's amazing. And then, yeah, and that's mostly what I'm doing now. Um, I do one-on-one um, classes over, um, just over like, actually I use an app called Discord often, mm-hmm. um, if you've ever heard of that one, or, or FaceTime or, or Zoom or whatever. Um, that's mo- mostly what I do um, is online private classes. I also teach at a, um, at a studio here in Whistler um, in person, which is nice. They're doing in-person classes now, which has okay. been really, really nice. And that's me. That's me now teaching yoga. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll go back planting in a couple months. A very fulfilling life for you. You,
0: you did what you wanted to do and you obviously was sad to see you go, but you mm-hmm. did you, what you felt was best for you. And I think, again, we, on our last little chat, we talked a bit about more about, you know, also other reasons that things at Western that kind of made it difficult yeah. being there. We talked a bit about our life in first and second year, as fun as it was, wasn't always, it was tough at times. Uh, we used to go out what, like Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If there was a snow day on Sunday, like why not? Uh, Monday mm. Jacks. There was a lot oh, of partying. Yeah. It was great. Like it was fun. But mm. at the same time after partying, we we know that alcohol it triggers things that cause you know, feelings of depression, feelings of sadness, you're tired, you're moody the next day, Mm -hmm. doing that every day of the week can be, can be a bit traumatizing sometimes. Um, Absolutely. And especially, we also talked about how Western just itself, you've got some great looking people on campus. Um, And so I think that there's a lot of comparisons that you make, especially when you go out, you're wearing what you where you feel your best in, but then you see, you can see somebody else and feel like you're comparing yourself to them. And also it was very like hookup focused. Right. So who's the, who's going home with the four, who's going, like as terrible as that sounds, that's a mm-hmm. mentality that you get a lot of the time in college. Um, yeah. So we talked about how that kind of was triggering for us, I guess, in terms of our
1: body image. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, absolutely. That is the, uh, you that is everything you said. So true. Um, it's really hard when you especially yeah, at Western. And I know that was, I sort of spoke about, um, you know, my reasons for wanting to, to change schools. And I think there's a lot of like, subconscious things that I that I honestly didn't really even acknowledge, were maybe feelings that I had that, um, of why I also didn't, didn't feel right at Western. And And I know, I think a big part of it was that those feelings of, Um, of discomfort with myself. And and that's on me that that's on me just at that, that point in my life, just feeling very uncomfortable in my own skin. And yeah, exactly. We'd, we'd go out, you know, and you go to these bars and it's a bar, but everyone around you is dressed up in teeny little black dresses, huge heels, super long, straight, beautiful hair. And for me, that's not a, an outfit I've ever felt comfortable in. So I would, you know, I would go out in my jeans, my Vans and like a giant plaid shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and often like that, that was what I felt most comfortable in, but I, it was not like, I still didn't, didn't feel comfortable. And yeah, you go out, you, you binge drink your face off and you wake up the next day or you you binge drink, you binge eat you mm-hmm. wake up the next sushi, day we love getting sushi yeah. after
0: going out people would think it's crazy our
1: cheap we had a sushi going. spot yeah it was great it was the best I will <laughs> never forget that the taste of the taste of um yeah. yam rolls <laughs> oh for everyone listening I'm also vegan and I've been vegan since I I'm was not but in I first year <laughs> yeah so good a yam roll at two in the morning like oh a yam roll a, a giant thing of eight yam rolls at yeah. two in the morning. There's just nothing that compares that feeling in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, for like a pizza or that sushi specifically, I don't think I'd yeah. ever. Or- oh, we'd get dominoes sometimes. Yeah, we'd, we'd get, get Domino's. I'd get, I'd get vegan dominoes. We'd just <laughs> get a smaller, whatever the individual ones. Or <laughs> yep. I'd get a vegan one. You'd get whatever you'd get. <laughs> See, like those were the days. They
0: were so fun, but you're right. It was, it was very, you know, you'd go out with the mentality of like, there was a comparison mentality. Always. And, yeah. And in the hookup culture the hookup as well is what you were mentioning. Being, yeah. Being insecure in your own body. It's interesting though, because I feel like even though, you know, back in the day, like I've talked about this before, like I was heavier and but I didn't mind wearing like the slinkier outfits per se. Mm-hmm. That was kind of how I, my mom always told me just like dress to fit your body. And like, yeah. she always was very much about um, you know, it didn't matter what size you were, if you felt comfortable wearing something tighter fitting, do it. And so like, I'm all about wearing whatever is comfortable for you. But I remember at a point, I did get to a point where I felt really self-conscious that I started wearing, like, I was like, Ken, Ken, like, you know, like, I love dressing in, like a plaid shirt to a certain point, but that wasn't my style. That was your style. It was again, like, I, I told you on the last call that like, I compared myself, like my body and my, who I was to you because like I admired you and I liked your sense of style too and obviously you could pick up different senses of style you change what you're into but ultimately you have to just consider what you what is what is best for you
1: mm-hmm. which is crazy because I literally would say the exact same thing about like <laughs> you I like loved your style and thought you always dressed like amazingly and thought you always looked amazing and yeah, like felt, so yeah. everything yeah and we didn't yeah. know that like we didn't know no. that we were I
0: mean, you don't really talk about to a person saying, like, I'm comparing yeah. myself to you. I'm like yeah. looking mm-hmm. at your body and thinking, I want that. We only mm-hmm. want to talk about that, I guess, if anything, with celebrities, like, oh, they look great. Like, I want to look like them. Yeah. Um, it just would have been so different had back then, especially in body image, it wasn't, I yeah. wouldn't say it wasn't t- as mu- as talked about as much in the short, like in time the, in, since,
1: yeah. In like the media, you mean, or just like in general between? In the media like, and us. in general
0: yeah like social media especially it, I found yeah. was there became like a whole fitness um part of social media but that was really I felt at the beginning it was really about building a booty having flat abs that just like a a vision still of what a woman should look like um and the mm-hmm. same thing would have gone for men like certain like you want to have big cats or you're skipping leg day whatever mm-hmm. um some people just are built with legs that are skinnier <laughs> um but yeah, it was, and now I think it's more accepting in social media and more influencers, social media, fitness influencers are promoting, like, if you want to build muscle, great. If you want to lose fat, great. If you want to, um, just be who you are, you're fine with who you are. Great. But like, here's Mm. healthy tips or ways of dealing with body image and like going through how to work out
1: things. like Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I've recently seen that as well. I'm, I can't say I'm like a big, um, I'm not super big into social media. I think there's like there's a lot of things that I love about it. Mine is, I don't even know what it is. It's like it's like my attention span for it is like usually just not there. Or I I look at what I want to look at or I I message who I want to message. And then usually I'm kind of off off and off like about it, which I didn't realize. I think it was like a pretty like I I know it's definitely an addictive thing. And oh, I don't know I, I think I've got like that. <laughs> I'm just I think I've been very lucky I don't know what it is that, for me I haven't I don't have that addiction to yep. it and there. well that being said there are still certain times where sometimes I will get in there and then I'll start looking at things and and I think exactly you said back back maybe you know a few years ago it was you know you go on the explore page and and like as like it's just filled with girls and bikinis that are teensy teensy teensy, teensy um or this certain body type and then it is refreshing now I love that especially a lot of influencers are doing the um the the the, the two seconds later shot and that for oh, me the oh my yeah just <laughs> the like, of my life, just like, yeah or just like they just move their bathing suits up and yeah. like they're like the you know the bottoms and like these things that are like holy shit yeah it actually isn't real like all yeah. these like it's not it's all just perception and it just like You start to like it. Start all starts to come together. At least for me recently. Of just, I mean, like, oh my goodness, like that's that's crazy. That, Mm -hmm. it like it's you know, not everyone does look like that. Even though the it seems like they do. That's just like you know, we could make ourselves look a certain way too. And yeah, in in different things, um, in different yeah ways. I I I know we sort of skipped over this. I feel like it's important to note. So Robin and I both like when we were when we were in university or maybe we'll go back to talk about this but um you know we didn't know each other we we didn't know that each other were going through like very yeah. very similar things we didn't cuz yeah exactly we didn't talk about it and i even like i didn't start talking about this stuff until fairly recently like yeah. probably just like a few years ago and it's it's crazy like if we could have if we would have kn- like known or like and i don't know if that's just you know that's just like a confidence slash just like feeling, you know, you're so insecure and in the thought of even with like a best friend, like a super close friend yeah, feeling like you, like you don't even know where to begin talking about it or, or whatever. I thought that, it's, yeah, is how much we could have, we could have supported each other if we, if we had known, you know? Absolutely. It's,
0: it's hard because yeah, it would have been so like, back then it would have been so nice to have someone to talk to about it. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I, yeah, you're right. Even with a best friend, you, just for some reason, there's this, I don't know if there's a maturity level, a growth level, it's just some yeah. sort of realization where you're like, it's okay for me to talk about this with people I care about. My you know, eating and body image thing started of when I was a kid because my doctor would okay. always tell my parents I was overweight. You know, Doctors still will tell parents when their child is overweight. It's just something that, but the thing was like, eventually they're taking better care of my body like how did you lose weight or things like that and it wasn't always a conscious choice at one point I remember mm-hmm. in, in undergrad like in first year when you of you would go to the gym I think we went to one toning class together or something like that but I didn't like going to the western gym because I felt self-conscious and also just all the machines were taken all the time so I would use my family's good life membership and go to good life and eventually I started getting back into exercise and I realized that it made me feel good but it was only until I had like some sort of allergic reaction where I had panic attacks with food um, I guess mm-hmm. you were gone for this but I started having panic attacks um because I would oh, like eat certain foods and I, that's when I started to lose the most weight and so it wasn't like yeah. a conscious decision where I was like I want to lose weight and yeah. before I was like losing weight I was already starting to feel better about my body because I was doing things yeah. that were better for yeah. my body and I was talking about it with you know certain people um at that point in my life with a therapist or with my family and with certain people yeah
1: And I think that's like for anyone listening and for anyone in your lives, if it's you or other people in your lives, I think really the best, like just, just to start talking about it because you'll be surprised. Like I was shocked when I started talking, even like specifically, like it took until again, I'm going to say like just a few years ago that I started to even talk about like my eating habits and started to like actually you know, talk about the realities of like having binge tendencies and restricting binge tendencies. And I didn't know, like it was, I had had, had, about you either. Yeah. Well, it was, it was interesting. I didn't, I didn't know it about myself until I started. I have um, a really good friend who you were just talking about actually. Um, we were we were just talking literally yesterday about this, um, and you were saying how when you were young, you know, going to the doctors and saying they were all right, That was the same thing with, with her as well. Yeah. And it's also crazy. Uh, side note of her technically, like her her BMI, she's considered obese. Oh, if yeah, you was, saw this, oh, back, yeah. Back then, if, if I was. you if you saw this, this beautiful, like gorgeous, completely healthy, strong, she runs she can run, um, is ridiculous. she can run, she can run th- 30 kilometers. She ran thirty. Yeah. like she, she is so fit. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It, but she's obese. Like yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyways, it was really with her that we started, I started talking about these things and I think it was maybe her that she ended up, she was seeing someone like talking about, um, like talking about, uh, eating disorders mm-hmm. and she started talking to me about them, about what she did. And I realized I was like, oh, I was like, I, I do that too. Like that's, that's, that's like an eating disorder. Like, uh, and ju- just like, you know, like for examples and just for anyone listening, like this is, it's a thing like I actually Robin, when you posted that, um, that Instagram thing, cause it was eating disorder week. I a uh, oh, eating yeah. disorder awareness week a couple weeks ago. And Um, it was something about, you know, recognizing if a friend has like disordered eating tendencies and it was, you know, obsessive looking in the mirror, um, obsessing our, um, your eating times. And like, um, there was, there was a few different things and it was just like looking at them. I'm like, Holy smokes. Like I, a lot of these things I didn't know and like, didn't realize, for example, like, um, like if it's like, going through your day and deciding that, you know, I'm going to not eat a lot in the during the day yeah. in, in this amount of time. So that, because I know at night, that's when I want to eat the most. Oh, it, another one was like, um, they prefer to eat alone. And like, I know that that was me for a oh long, God, long time. I
0: still do that. I still yeah. eat alone the most sometimes at
1: night. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me as well. And yeah, it's, it's, it's again, yeah, I, I shouldn't say before, these are still things I do now. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. But- and it's like, it's becoming aware of them. Like, and it's no, it's noticing it, it you know, absolutely. I'm this I'm the same way. Like at night alone is when I prefer to eat. Um, when no one sees me, no one sees when I'm eating um, and knowing like what, a, like binging is and knowing like, oh yeah, like absolutely. That's what I do. I'll, I'll go, you know, I'll go during the day and like try and eat as little as I can to then like just stuff myself, mm-hmm. like in the evening when like I can be alone and then, you know, go to sleep literally feeling so sick and then wake up and feel like I can't eat because I ate so much last night.
0: And then you exercise and you limit Mm -hmm. what you eat throughout the day.
1: Yeah. It's a a
0: hard process because you have to recognize it.
1: Yeah. Um, And that took the longest. Yeah. That takes
0: the longest. There's so many times I can think of in high school, undergrad, but I could have, seen something wrong but I just wasn't I was like what is going on and there are you know I think there's something we'll talk about later but there are reasons why in a sense you're doing some you're eating certain things or you're limiting certain things there there's more to it that people sometimes need that you sometimes need to recognize um before you start making a change
1: yeah
0: yeah it was um eating disorders awareness week last week
1: Yeah. Last week, I think, I believe. And two weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. Two
0: weeks ago, the end of the end of February. Um, yeah. And you know, a big thing about that and a big thing that's really come out of just the, in the more recently are things I've heard about more recently is body acceptance, the body acceptance movement. There's Mm -hmm. a difference between obviously having a negative self, a negative body image versus, you know, having body positivity or body neutrality. And, and I think, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like it differs day to day. Hour to hour. Hour. Yeah, exactly. Some Minister- days, literally. Read some definitions for anyone who's curious is when you find your body is beautiful, no matter what society says, and you just love your body as you are. Body neutrality is, um, the idea that your, accept your appearance doesn't undermine your value and you don't have to, um look at how your body looks all the time you focus on what your body does for you as opposed to what it looks like i never thought that people in my life really were going through um any you know any struggles with their bodies because again we're not talking about it but um i just feel like i grew up with, around people who would talk so much about what other people look like that it was very hard to get to any sort of bos- body positivity phase or any body positivity f- body that's a tongue twister Um, body positivity feelings because you know we're just talking so negatively about like each what we we, what we each felt yeah you know yeah
1: and that's it's so hard especially like at at that age and especially you know yeah that like teens early 20s like I I know and it's not just it's not just a female thing absolutely I think I would say um I, uh, as an overarching thing for anyone listening, I, anything I say is only from my own experience. I have done like very little research in any of this whole topic. (laughs) I'm not just talking from what we know, just talking from what we know. Yeah. Um, but I would say like, I think it disproportionately affects, affects women for sure. But especially like at that, that age, the late late teens, early 20s, you know, when we're just getting into university, Mm -hmm. you just feel like it's so hard to feel comfortable in your skin. And yeah, and it's so much easier. It's so much easier to talk negatively about your body. Like, I actually was just having a conversation. Yeah, I was having a conversation um, just with my housemate the other day and she was talking about, and I'm sure Robin, you probably know a lot about this because I know you've studied like psychology. Um, and she was talking about the, the, your neural pathways and how, um, when you, when you do like repetitive actions or repetitive things, those like pathways, it they become yeah heightened and it, it becomes easier and faster for that message to go through. So it's yeah. like, like when you talk negatively about yourself all the time, it just makes it easier. Those, those, for those thoughts and those, um, yeah, that, that thought becomes just an easier, quicker, um, reaction. And, you know, it, as opposed to the, the alternative way of talking positively about yourself, if you, if you are someone who, who has spent a lot of time talking negatively about yourself Mm -hmm. and not a lot talking or even thinking positively about yourself, um, those neural pathways aren't going to be, um, as solidified. It will be like my roommate described it as, um, as like a, like a trail that's, you know, needs to be trimmed. It's got, you know, it's overgrown. It's like rooty. you know, those it's. So when you're trying to send that message, it's going to be a little slower and going to get caught and it's not going to be as, as easy. So what we were talking about, what she was explaining to me is that it's really about, um, like those, it's about like consistency. And it's about like, you know, she was giving me um, actually just some tips of just like, looking at yourself in the mirror and um, saying things about yourself that you're positives. grateful for. Yeah, that are positive. I'm grateful for my eyes because they give me the ability to see all the beautiful things in the world and I'm grateful that they're a beautiful blue and I'm, yeah. I'm grateful for my arms for being able to like pick up and hold things and give hugs and I'm grateful for my my belly for um you know Be sure to have being kids. able to oh, yeah. yeah yeah holding or and being holding able food. to food <laughs> yeah <Holding> food. <laughs> delicious amazing food yeah um and that the more you do those things and it's going to be hard at first it's just you were oh, saying it's like so it's going to be tough at first and you you almost it's like a fake it till you make it sort of thing like it, you might not feel you might not be saying things that you necessarily believe but the more you do it the more those neural pathways um become you know the, the trail becomes more open and, and more more clear exactly so yeah, I've been, I've been playing around and, and trying to do, trying to do that for myself, at least recently. And, um, another, just on that same note, um, for me on my journey and it's, it's a journey. It's absolutely, I am, if I look at where I am today versus where I was back in second year university, third year university, even fourth year university yeah. and it, to, to where I am today, um, you know, three years later, four years later, whatever, I've come a long way. Absolutely. But there's, it's a journey. It's, it's, it's not, it's not over. It's, it's a struggle. It's a daily struggle. Sometimes you feel great. Sometimes you don't feel great for me. um, Something that I have like made a commitment to in this last, I think it's been almost a month now that I've been doing this or um, incorporated this basically just into my daily practice. My daily life is, is waking up in the morning and, saying like I love myself and, and and like committing to it like it's like yeah. I made a commitment basically a month ago that I am going to love myself every single day no matter what no matter what I feel like and I, I think for me this a lot relates to or like I when I think about days that you know you wake up not loving yourself I think of days post-drinking post-party nights yeah. when you you know wake up regrets where whether it's waking up after you've eaten a bunch or waking up after you've drank and you feel like you said stupid things you did bad stupid things guy you didn't want to wake up <laughs> someone next to you yeah yeah all these things and it, I feel like it's all related to the same the same things of you know no matter what you you just commit to loving yourself and yeah. loving loving the loving the even the parts of yourself that maybe aren't so great right now loving loving yourself even when we make mistakes because we all make mistakes and holy shit if I could are we allowed to swear on this I don't know yeah yeah um if I if I had a nickel for all the mistakes I've made in my life holy smokes like yeah we Please are we're human we we yeah. make mistakes we make a lot of mistakes and don't beat yourself up and that's the same you know whether it's you know you you, overate, you you, yeah, like that's a big one, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're human, we're gonna have slip ups, we're Absolutely. going to make mistakes. And, and just, again, coming back to that self love, like no matter, no matter what, if you can just tell yourself, even if you don't believe it at first, and even there are some days that it is freaking hard yeah. to, to believe that and to tell yourself it, but um, just committing to loving yourself every single day and if we can love ourselves like that's that's where it all starts right we're able to love ourselves we are so much more open to being able to fully and completely love others
0: absolutely you can commit to work you commit to your family you commit to your friend you commit to your partner the first person that it should all come down to is you yeah um and yeah everything you just said resonated so much um Being able to tell yourself that you admire yourself, even when at the beginning, it is the toughest thing in the world that was something that I grew up. My mom, she said I was the most beautiful child. When I look at myself as a child, I had like little tiny teeth that I got made fun of. I literally have in one of my journals being like, the grade three is made fun of me today because of my little <sighs> teeth. And then my grade two teacher writes, what did they say to you? And anyways, um, I just, you're a beautiful
1: mom, teeth,
0: <laughs> oh girl. But back then, let me tell you, they were like twisted inside out. They were like, little. <laughs> I had braces. I did that thing. Um, But yeah, my mom would always say just, your, look in the mirror and tie yourself love yourself and I couldn't I oh. really couldn't it was yeah uh, this is like as a child and then I remember one time I think it was in second or third year my therapist there he said to me he literally made me stand up and look in a mirror and say to myself like things I liked about myself and I couldn't do it and I just started crying and then he got me to say he got my family members Loren sent over you remember Loren yeah um, yeah yeah he told me to text them and asked them to send me a list of things that they appreciated about me I didn't even know that they felt this way about me like yeah it was just like so dis. it was hard to believe that they felt this way and then I couldn't even feel that way about myself and then so every time I would go to him he'd literally make me look in the mirror and tell say things that I liked about myself and it took me such a long time to actually like not even believe it but just be able to do it um but eventually I started believing it more so and Yeah, you're right. Just like being, again, it comes down to those neural pathways. They become ingrained, um, just like when you're making any sort of a movement. If you're learning a dance, if you're trying to like kick a soccer ball, how do you think that happens? These pathways become repetitive, they are repetitive and they become ingrained in your mind. They become ingrained with your system. You can't, it's the same thing with- Muscle memory. Yeah, muscle memory. Um, I guess it's- it's, it's, it's Neural memory. (laughs) Neural memory, yeah. It's, It's becoming- it's becoming something that's kind of like within your system, regardless of, um, what other things are thrown at it, you know, things will be thrown at it and, or make you feel less important because of your appearance or because of your body. But, yeah. um, just being able to talk about it with yourself and like, you're right. Yeah. Make that commitment to yourself is so important.
1: Exactly. Cause that's the important part that's, it, there are going to be hard days. There are going yeah. to be hard times. I, um, <clears throat> I tore my ACL just mm-hmm. over a month ago and uh, this is this just shows like the like literally probably the very first thing that came into my mind was I'm going to gain weight
0: mm-hmm. that
1: was the, like that's the first thing that came into my mind and it it has been it has been a struggle i will say just going from i'm i have like i live a really really active lifestyle like i go. i before i before i tore my acl like i would wake up, work out, do yoga, go snowboard for like six hours, come home, eat, maybe do more yoga depending on the day. And then like, go to bed, like, and the same thing when I'm tree planting, it's like so, so, so active. So demanding. Um, Yeah, physically. And so it's, it's funny though, even in, well, for tree planting generally, it's, 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 it's pretty easy to lose weight quickly. And this also messes with messes with your head because for me, at least it's, it's so difficult to sustain that weight when I finish. And I, I think it's, it's not a healthy, it's not a healthy cycle for, for me, at least the the fluctuation is, is really, really tough. And um, trying to, I know each season, each year, I get a little better with, with having it be a little more balanced and um tra- and and not tra- trying to sort of balance out the the extreme loss with the extreme gain day- i mean ex- right. extreme not not nothing crazy something but, that makes um, you feel like oh you kind of get like a little high if you feel like you lost weight right exactly it, yeah. it, and that's it and it's so fast and it's so easy because you're just you're working so hard every day and it's basically impossible to eat enough to like eat enough calories to sustain that amount yeah. of of physical activity and so and so when the season finishes it's really, really hard to keep that, that, that weight it to keep that size to keep that. um, So I think that that's, I know been something that I've struggled with a lot um, is to try and just let, you know, let whatever happens happen and, and try to sort of try to keep healthy and keep in a place where I feel good about myself while also recognizing that, I'm, I am going to soften up a bit. I'm going to get a little, so- yeah, you know, get a little extra around the edges and before winter season, like it's, yeah. it's just, it, just accepting that is, and I'm I'm speaking about it like I have, but it, it, it's really hard. And as I said, with this ACL thing, the first thing I thought of was I'm going to gain weight and I don't, I don't weigh myself. So when I say gain weight, I I don't ever weigh myself. You so feel it's, it, right? I don't it's weigh my, myself yeah, I do feel it. you feel it it with your pants. Like, and I, I know for instance, that in this last month, since I, since I hurt myself, I, my pants are a little tighter. Um, and I would say last week I had a quite a low week, um, in terms of my self-image body, you know, and talking to, talking to like my housemate about it, talking to my friend about it, talking to my other friend about it. And she was like my room, my housemate giving me these these affirmations to do and um you know thank gosh I'm so lucky even with this ACL tear I've still been able to exercise like a lot no more snowboarding for me for this season the season's over but good thing is I can still go go planting and I'll I'll have to get surgery afterwards um which will be a whole nother thing but I can I can wear a brace and I can still tree plant which is great because that's my income (laughs) but um but yeah that's it, it like yeah, as I say, I'm I'm so lucky that I've still actually been able to be physically active. I can still do yoga. I do other another workout that I that I've really fallen in love with that I do every day. Um, and I go on the stationary bike. I got a gym membership, Um, so I could go on the stationary bike because apparently that's really good for the knee. But I, I, even with all of these things, like it's 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 not like I definitely I know in myself. I started. I definitely have been eating more since I've been mostly home. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. I think I,
0: exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're home all the time where I was used to before I wouldn't be home very much because I would be snowboarding right. a lot like before I hurt myself. Um, and for me, I think too, um, what's been, what's been really, uh, transformative for me in the last, um, uh, month, month or two, I would say is is really starting to tune into like my eating habits in terms of like um, eating eating when I'm hungry and just like re- getting confused. that like that, that that yeah that getting that restrictive mentality out of the way and you know it's not about the time of day it is it's not about um, you know what you ate however long ago it's not about what you ate the day before it's 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 about actually just getting into your body yeah. and feeling when you're hungry. And then what do you eating. need now? What do you want now? Yeah. What am I? Cra- what am I feeling like craving? I mean, craving is kind of cravings. Cravings are for like sometimes a great indication of, of what you do need to, eat, missing, but also, yeah. yeah, exactly. But um, you know, also recognizing that and like
0: ninety percent <laughs> of the time, so that's another issue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just like just 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 tuning into that and 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 then you know while you're eating's really really trying to get those, those, those feelings of, of when I'm full. And because I I, I think everyone can agree. No one likes the feeling of being stuffed. It's a bad feeling. You feel, um, you feel bad. You feel heavy. You feel like tired, sluggish. So I know for me, what I've, that's been something I've been working on as well is just when I'm hungry, I eat. And then I really try, have tried to really tune in on those like, full feelings. And, and sometimes, which I know is a hard one for me, but it's like waiting before getting a second helping or third helping of something. Not because I'm like, it's not a, you know, I don't think anyone should do this because they're like, you know, trying to restrict calories. I'm not about counting calories. I've never like, I'm, I definitely have been before. Um, but I don't believe counting calories and I don't believe in the apps. They, I remember actually when I was younger, that, that really messed with me, those like my fitness pal apps and yeah. Um, but uh, you know, instead of instead of automatically going to get like a giant second helping of something, which is something that I'll I'll do. I'm like I'm so hungry, but then I'll do that, and then I'll feel so full that I'll feel yeah. sick and trying to like, okay, let's wait ten minutes, see how I feel. If I'm still hungry, for sure I'm going to get another. Because sometimes, frick, I am, <laughs> and I'm like yeah. I li- I really need more food. Um, and uh, and then just you know, just going going off of that, going off your feelings, and that's that's actually a really great way also. Um that's a great way to eat just for mental mentally, but also for your body and metab- and metabolically, like yes. for, for your metabolism. Um like restricting calories, restricting yourself. It's yeah. And especially as women, we it's actually um it affects us a lot more than, than it affects men just because yeah. of our hormone cycles. And especially I actually just heard this in a podcast recently. Um, in our second half of our cycle, which is called the luteal phase, which is basically from when you ovulate to when you start menstruating, you are burning. Um, more. I think it was, th- yeah, you're burning more calories and don't quote me on the numbers. I know it's definitely more, but in this podcast, it was like three to 500 more calories a day. So, you know, if you're, you're going to be hungrier on those days, you should, you should eat your, you should eat more that that's supporting your cycle. And when, you know, if you're, you go into a restrictive phase or you start restricting your calories during that time, that can really affect your, your menstrual cycle and you can potentially start missing periods or those sorts of things, which, which, it's not, it's not great for, for your body and for your, your hormone levels. So women are definitely a- affected more by like caloric restrictions and, and yeah. things like that. Um, it's important, just, I think to know
0: just in general, what is it? Set point theory where your body wants to maintain a certain weight. Again, mm-hmm. like we both said, we don't weigh ourselves, but our body, I can, you know, I can tell when I've lost a bit of weight, I can tell when I've gained a bit of weight. And I can, and I know that that's my range at this point, but you can restrict all you want, but eventually you're gonna to wanna to get back into what, you're, you know, what your body enjoys. And sometimes it's, it, again, it's very hard to accept, but sometimes you have to, it's hard, but you have to identify that your body does have a certain, potentially have a certain range in which it wants mm-hmm. to be in. And you're potentially harming yourself by trying to be too little um, mm-hmm. or by, I don't know if, if you wanted to gain weight, um, your body just might not want to do that either. Again, like Mm -hmm. I know doctors recommend certain weights for certain people, you might have certain health conditions that might affect where you have like where they want you to be. Mm -hmm. But there is this whole idea that, you know, it doesn't really matter for you know, you're restricting for a certain amount of time, eventually your body's going to be like, I need to go up, especially in the winter, I find I know I'm hungry in the winter, because I get so cold. This will lead Mm -hmm. into our next topic on like dating and relationships. But like, Mm -hmm. I've had I've dated someone, I've been with someone who, um, a brief relationship, he would always comment on like my body and he would comment on what I ate. And I remember in that, like, that two month of a relationship, I, I've had issues with eating and stuff like that in the past and it just brings up things. And um, he didn't really listen because it would just, I understand like you wanna compliment a person's body. If someone's telling you not to, firstly, just don't. But again, it was just like, you don't need people commenting on what you're eating, because again, your body's going to fluctuate, um, whether mm-hmm. menstrual cycle or not, what, like, whether you're having a good week or a bad week, mood affects what you want to eat, um, and when you want to eat and uh, it affects your, uh, your total body image in general. So yeah. yeah, it was a bit of a tangent. I kind of forgot where I was going. No, that, but
1: relationships, relationships. <laughs> Relations- yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So now relationships, dating.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know for me personally, I know back in the day, I was very into just feeling that affection because I felt like I was a bit late to the game, like in high school, I didn't really see anybody, never had a boyfriend. But then when I got to undergrad, I was all about like, I just wanted to like hook up. I wanted to have fun. Um, again, wasn't ever like going out to look for a relationship, but I was looking to find like see a guy, whatever. And And it comes back to like, oh, well, there's so many pretty people out here. It's that comparison mindset. You get kind of, you can beat yourself up about it, or you can kind of like, not to say rise above it, but you can just forget about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, again, like I was really looking for affection. So any, not any, I'm not saying I had some standards, but (laughs) you know, people would approach you, don't make out with whoever. And again, like I'm, if you want to make out with people, if you don't care, go for it. But it got to a point where I, I, I mean, like, not it got to a gotcha point underground again, like I, re- I was really just trying to have fun, but I, I think I let in people that I wouldn't let in now because I realized my worth and I realized what they use me for essentially.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. That is, that is so huge of like, when you, when you don't love yourself and you, or you don't, you're not confident in yourself, which all yeah. come, it all comes back to that, right? That self-confidence, that self-love, um, body positivity or neutrality, anything that's not body negativity, basically. Um, when you need you, you subconsciously or consciously need that external validation. And so that's why social media is also such a huge thing
0: because some people are asking themselves, like, why do I need to post this?
1: picture?
0: You know, I mean, you can post whatever you want, but
1: yeah. Gaining their self worth yeah gaining yeah. self worth from likes I no matter how many likes you have no matter how many of these influencers you see that have hundreds of thousands of likes whatever it is like I can tell you that I just feel in my heart and and know like that that they will <laughs> they're not going to feel that they are they're still going to feel those those things of uh, that we all feel of, you know, whether it's a hundred likes or 100,000 likes, like if you're, if you rely on that to like, to to, to, have, to gain your self-worth and feel good about yourself, you will always be let down 100% of the time. Or like any you, external validation any violation, or whether that's someone yes yeah, someone approaching you in a bar and I remember this for sure Robin like I remember that for sure when we'd go out and oh yeah you know we yeah we were in our undergrad we wanted to like hook up with guys we we wanted to you know we want guy, guys to approach us in the bars and when it didn't happen you feel you just we'd feel so shitty and we'd be surrounded you know I for me at least I you know I'd look around at all these like thin thin beautiful girls that you know, or you hear people talk about guys buying them drinks all the time. And I had this realization, like my third year of university, I'm like, Hmm, guy has never, ever bought me a drink. Those idiots. <laughs> like, you know, it, but it, that's also the thing is, I think at the end of the day, it didn't come down to how I looked like it's, it was it's how about you the confidence your yeah. and how you sh- showed up and how you, how you like like people are going to walk into a club after this, and we're just going to be like, whoa, look at me.
0: Woo, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. People, care. yeah, women and men, we are attracted to confidence. Everyone is attracted to confidence. Absolutely. If you, and if you, and it goes both ways too. If you are a confident person, you will attract into your life someone who is also confident and feels good about themselves. The same way that if you are not confident, and if you, Rely on that external val- validation a lot, you're more likely to attract into your life someone who also feels that way, and then you're just definitely going down a bad hole there with two people that aren't confident, constantly seeking that external validation just from one another. That's not going to be a healthy relationship. Um, and it's, in terms of, yeah, like, like re- no, no, it's sorry, no, 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 sorry, I was,
0: was just gonna, the love languages, one of them is. What, what is it? Give it compliments or words of, words, um, of affirmation. words of affirmation, words of affirmation. So yeah. yeah, you can, you could rely on like someone else's words of affirmation, but I used to, because I remember being in my, in that first relationship that I had. And it was like, that was a huge thing. I like loved the way he texted me and would compliment me all the time. But then, yeah. I mean, I don't have that person anymore. And now it's just like, like you said, you need to be able to have words of affirmation with yourself. I actually yeah. don't always love it when people compliment me on my, like on what I look like anymore I'd yeah. rather someone get to know me like I had a guy you know you go on a date and someone says like like you're I'm attracted to you like okay but what are you attracted to because all we have talked about in the last like five minutes is nothing and I guess you're attracted to what I look like and I know we yeah just want to hook up but you know like <laughs> yeah really words of affirmation for yourself are much more important than that, that external validation confidence does show up um like confidence issues do show up in relationships
1: yeah absolutely and like um for me right now actually I I have been I've been single for about the last year and a half um yeah been about a year just over a year I guess um and like kind of like was seeing a couple guys here and there but nothing for the most part been single um and for me I know like when I was my, my experience with like relationships has always been either through tree planting through university, like someone who's like, I on my floor or like live near them or friends of friends or, um, traveling. And so this for me is my first time, like actually kind of trying to or like exploring the dating world. Sure, I would say I'm still really not into it. I've, I've been on one date. Yeah. I, I, Congrats. Guys. I finally, thank you. I finally you. got onto a dating app for like the first time for real, where I was actually like, you know, and and actually it was I I found it really interesting. Like my intention, I know when I've I've like I've popped on dating apps. Um, like for the first time, I think I po- I did one like five months ago. And I know when I went on it, it was totally for external validation. It was, I, I was feeling bad about myself. I was not bad about myself. I was feeling like I needed, I wanted to know, do other people think I'm attractive? And I wanted, you know, I want like, as if that I got that match, that was like, someone thinks I'm attractive and it made me feel so good. And it was this big rush. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, I never ended up talking to anyone. I didn't want to talk to anyone. It was just like, literally that, that feeling, that, that validation and then when I just got back on it, um, a couple of weeks, uh, probably like a few weeks ago now, um, I realized it was for a different reason. It was actually like I had, it wasn't for external validation. It was actually like, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, trying this dating thing out and like seeing, you know, it, it, it honestly just became so hard with COVID. I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna be so hard to meet people. So I was like, I was like, okay, I need, I'm going to try and meet people and, um, and yeah, having it come from a place of like not needing external validation um, and actually just like wanting to meet some, meet, meet and meet different people, having a connection. And it's definitely still, I've, I've, I've been on, I went on one official date um, and then actually I'm kind of seeing a guy now that oh wasn't through a dating app. Yeah. But very, very recent, like literally. I How do you, you meet people in real life? Okay. Really hilarious story. Side note, but I. <laughs> I gave a guy a number <laughs> I, Kenzie, a a I, guy I guy love number. it oh my gosh back in October robin and, literally oh. i was uh, back in october I was at um a rest like a bar but it was like it was like happy hour it was like 4 p.m 5 p.m I was with two my two really good friends um a guy like my friends there a couple and we had had mm, solid amount of beers probably <laughs> had, had like three pints four pints be and yeah and I was like like feeling confident feeling guys I had been looking at this pizza chef guy that was it was a pizza place and he was like sorry you told me about him it's that guy yeah yeah it's that guy oh my gosh I was so embarrassed so I gave him my number as I was like leaving and literally like gave it to him he was so confused and I felt so embarrassed and I just ran away essentially (laughs) five months go by fast forward to literally like two weeks ago I get a message from this guy saying, like, hey, were you, were like, t- he said his name and he was like, hi, Mackenzie, like, were you in, in Pizza Antico last week Um, Stop. with like your, with like your sister and her baby? And I was like, yeah. I was like, are you the guy I gave my number to five months ago? And he was like, yeah. He was like, oh my gosh. Up.
0: That's incredible. That's, we were literally just talking about this. Like, I remember you telling me about this like two weeks ago and you're like, yeah, but he never texted me back. Maybe he had a girlfriend, maybe this. Like, yes.
1: And this is the thing. You start that's to, once you start to, once you start to feel this way and feel this energy, like it's like people feel it. Like, yes. it's like, it's like somehow he like, it was like, it's not like that, but it, like, and honestly, I have no idea if this is going to go anywhere with this guy. Like we've hung out like three times and I'm like talking like I've seen him, but I feel he's really, really nice. Super sweet. Definitely feel a connection there, but you know, either way, it's still it's definitely holiday. very, very early stages. But it's like, yeah. The, yeah, again,
0: like now you're just like, you're just doing things because you want to, not yeah. because you need somebody to, for me, I, I personally, I, I do feel like the compliments and like going on the apps for like external validation was never like my friends when I started, when I was single again, were like, you know, if it doesn't work out with a guy, at least you have the external validation. I was like, eh, well, I don't really care. Like at that point, like I didn't really care about, I know they're saying it mostly for joke, like to joke around. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. I didn't, at that point, like I was okay. I was securing myself enough to know like Just I don't want someone else's external validation. And people will say, you know, if I post, I posted a picture in a bikini this summer. Oh, God forbid. Oh, it was a guy I was seeing who said he thought I was being thirsty. I was dating. Oh my god. And really thirsty, and I was like, I was like, no, I'm not actually being thirsty. I just felt good about myself, and I was like, this is also I can make this kind of funny because I put in a picture of Creed from the office, and I was like, <laughs> I was feeling myself. I put a picture of Creed in feeling yourself. Yeah, and I just fucking love it. Like I under, you know, like I, sometimes I think people again, like the guy, I think he was insecure. Like he was like, I felt like. You were still he was, trying to yeah. attract other people. Not like I actually wasn't, but like it really was just for the purpose of like I want to like feel good. I felt good, and I was like, I think this is funny, and I'm putting it out there. But yeah. um, he was insecure and self conscious. He thought that I was doing it just to attract other people. But that's not always what life is about. Like we're not always just looking to get external validation. But again, it does mm. when you are, you know, not confident. When you, when you are insecure with yourself, it does it makes you feel better when you can get some sort of external validation, but that's not really really an end all.
1: Yeah. So it's coming from like when you get to a place where it's coming from within you, you no longer require that you, you get all of those, those good feelings just from yourself, you know it within yourself and you don't need someone to tell you, Hey, you look good. Yeah. Because you, you feel good in your skin. Obviously that just being said, sometimes like obviously compliments are nice. And like, it's nice to be complimented, but. But at, but at the end of the day, you know, as I said, at the end of the day, you love yourself yeah. no matter what,
0: you know? It's an unconditional like unconditional love with yourself.
1: Yes, every day committing to that. Yeah. Unconditional love for yourself.
0: Yeah. We talked a fair bit about like shifting our mindset to one of more negativity, to accepting, and appreciating, which was again, you know, trying to create those neural pathways of like yeah, positive to ourselves, affirmations. Um, I also just was like, thinking about, um, and we talked about functionality, what our body does for us,
1: as Mm -hmm. opposed to
0: what it looks like. Um, And now we also, we also talked about, I think a big one was you, you say like you would go to the bars wearing things that you felt comfortable in your vans, jeans. And I was like, well, I liked wearing like a short, like a crop top and like a, a pair of jeans, whatever it was. I think whoever you are, you should be able to feel like wear what you want and wear what you think you you'll feel most comfortable in whether it's a baggy sweatshirt and, and leggings which I'm in now most of the time or if it's in like yeah you're you're rocking it I'm only dressed up today because I'm going out tonight on a, a patio who um <laughs> right. patio. a patio I'm gonna have some wine and pizza Woo. in negative 11 degree weather oh my god I'm gonna die <laughs> let's be real um but yeah I, <laughs> I think this also relates back to that Instagram post where there's a few tips just because I think like I -hmm. I think that we discussed a lot of them, but, um, you know, also like, so challenging your thoughts, uh, Mm um, as like when a negative thought pops in, I know now I actually think about when a negative thought pops in, I actually think like, why am I thinking this? Like I wake up in the morning, I ate a little bit of salty food last night. I'm I'm really bloated. I'm just going to have a pooch forever. I know that my little Puccina over here, as my brother calls it. Yes, (laughs) Puccina, they just around, your freaking organs are in there. Yeah. Um, anyways, when those things pop into my head, I just, I think about it. I'm just like, why am I thinking this? And a lot of the time it relates back to how I'm feeling. So sometimes I'm feeling lonely. Sometimes I'm feeling, um, you know, I'm feeling, I questioned something, I, an action I did or something like that. And then again, it goes back to eating. So it goes back to like, ate this, like I ate a shit ton of food because I was feeling lonely that night or I'm not eating today. And then I'm, going to eat like ice cream and just that kind of like comfort food later because Mm -hmm. I'm feeling sad I think Mm -hmm. it's being again like you said being in tune with in touch with who you are and in touch with your emotions Mm -hmm. um yeah I mean I also yeah like you said earlier we listen to our bodies if we're hungry we eat if you want to move you get up and move again like and that's things to be grateful for
1: absolutely and I think that's a big one like in terms of not not anything to do with looks but like exercise moving dancing yoga so it walking so it, it it releases those endorphins it 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 releases that dopamine i think too maybe i'm you're the expert on you no know, I'm not kin girl on all this but. <laughs> <laughs> but but it it makes you feel good and like regardless of how, you know, it affects the way you're physically looking Mm -hmm. exercise and, and, and eating well, like eating, eating to nourish your body. Um, it it makes you feel better, like, like moving and like eating foods that, you know, are nourishing. Like those for me, I know are, are big, big things that contribute to like that, that body positivity, um, and just, and just feeling good and feeling happy, you know?
0: There's a whole thing with like gut health. Like your gut, I'm like when you eat certain things, your gut's telling you, like, oh, this doesn't make me feel good, send signals yeah. to your gut has its own nervous system.
1: Uh, were we talking about
0: this? We were talking about this, right? Were we? There, it wasn't a podcast I, I listened to recently, but like, oh yeah, we were finished. talking about this. We
1: were talking about it, we yeah, because yeah, I just finished like, yeah, yeah, okay. I a whole book on gut health. <laughs> yes, yes, you did talk to me about
0: this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your gut has like a whole nervous system, like you can either be feeding it really healthy food, really unhealthy food, no judgment. If it's like unhealthy foods, sometimes you don't have access to healthier food anyways, yeah. which is mm-hmm. another whole topic. But um, mm-hmm. we both treat ourselves when we want to be treat when we want to have a treat.
1: Treats, of course. But like, and it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just at, at, at the end of the day, uh, it, it does feel better. Like you will feel better. It actually like literally your, your gut health and what you're feeding what you're feeding yourself, like actually does affect your mood in terms of like specifically the nutrients that are yes. in your, like it, hormones, it's related to your hormonal system. It's your endocrine system, your, your immune system, your literally, yeah, your, your mood. So as much as it's, and it's also just about like, like, like you begin to love like good nourishing, healthy foods. Once you, yeah. once you eat them, because you, they make you feel really good when you're eating, you know, whole foods, um, un- and processed foods you know that, that that sort of way but but nourishing yourself is yeah just it makes makes you feel better like literally scientifically <laughs> yeah it does
0: and like from my personal and I think you would say the same thing your personal perspective it's like I feel so much better when I haven't really eat, when I when I fuel myself with foods that I know will make me feel good and then yes um you know if I want something like ice cream like brownies yeah. whatever I will have them
1: but absolutely
0: there. And again, there are those days where like I'm ba- I know on Monday night, like I'm buying myself a cheesecake and I will be <laughs> eating that right. whole cheesecake.
1: But- oh yeah. I'm a big sweets girl as well. Yes. For, for me, I know, like it's like eating sweets that are like, that I know are still like, for, for me at least this is, this is how I like feel when I, or like, cause I also know if I, if I eat something that's like that it, I know or if I eat something that's like just full of a lot of crap I know it actually physically makes me feel unwell and I don't like to physically feel unwell so for me it's like it's, like eating, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like eating sweets. it's like eating sweets that I know agree with my body and like yeah. they're still like oh I'm I there's not a night that goes by that I don't eat dessert big dessert girl mm-hmm. over here big treats girl I just <laughs> ate like some dark cho- I just ate some chocolate like literally like oh, at no. 11 in the morning <laughs>
0: why not finding foods that do agree with you? I can say the same thing. Like I love chocolate almonds. I ate a whole bag of chocolate almonds and was sick for like a week. Um, yep. So now I know I can eat a whole slice of cheesecake and like a container of ice cream, but I can't eat a whole bag of almonds <laughs> because yep. there is, you know, almonds, <laughs> you know, they're really, they're really, they're high in protein. They're high in so many nutrients, but yeah. they also can apparently lead to toxic levels. So huh. don't eat too many almonds. people. <laughs> um,
1: But yeah, so I think that's a big thing is,
0: again, we listen to our bodies. The gut knows what it wants. The mind knows what it wants. The heart knows what it wants.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Doing things out of love for your... Sorry, I was just going to say, like, yeah, yeah. doing and eating, living your... Eating, exercising, living your life, all from starting from a place of, of love for yourself. I'm eating this food because I love myself. I'm nourishing my body. I'm going to exercise because I know it makes me feel good about myself. It makes me feel good in my skin. Um, and I know it, it's good for me. So I, I do it because I love myself and I'm going to, you know, spend time with my friends or i am going to call a friend that I haven't in a while, or I'm going to, um, you know, pay for someone's coffee behind me because I'm, I, I it's all coming from th- this place of love. Mm-hmm. God, it was a different right. tangent, but
0: no, no, but it's so true. Like when you accept yourself, when you are, are trying to accept yourself, because again, yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it's a process. But, Absolutely. Um, like how we both did a little wave, but no one will ever see it. But we were both doing a wave when we said process. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like once you are able to kind of, you're okay with where you are, you don't need external validation and you just want to do things because is what feels right. And we could talk about altruism and all that shit, but you know, it just does, it feels better and it makes you feel, you feel more content and you, you know, you accept yourself more for who you are. Um, mm-hmm. And again, yeah. And like you said, exercise, eating, it all influences how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like I talked a bit about how I don't like how I can, how I can deal with people commenting on what I eat or
1: um, diets. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I have my, I have different opinions. I have opinions on dieting. I've done no carbs and we both have, you know, like we said, we've restricted. Um, but I think that ultimately, you know, you can diet if you have certain dietary restrictions, obviously, if you're celiac, mm-hmm. don't include in, if you're lactose. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know lactose people who eat lactose still so and good for them. It's really hard. But yeah. Um, yeah, I would just say like, if you talk to a nutritionist, most of them will not tell you to limit foods, take out entire mm. groups of foods because they all serve a purpose. Um, mm-hmm, and when talking absolutely. to people on their eating, I mean, I just think that, you know, we all just have to realize that everybody's bodies require different things. Everybody,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you, sh- you know, being harsh on yourself. Why, why, you know, why are people, you know, question yourself if you are commenting on somebody else's eating habits, because... Mm. Is it something that stems from like within you? Are you insecure about what you're eating? Um, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this?
1: No, absolutely. Yeah, um, I I definitely am a big like I'm. I would say I'm a big proponent of um, lifestyle, like like lifestyle eating and, or like lifestyle ch- lifestyle changes. I don't think dieting is. I think this is like something that a lot of everyone is saying. I don't think dieting is something that, um, is sustainable. Like there's just so many fad diets, like keto diet, paleo diet, carnivore diet. Like, um, I just, I think like, like for me, like I'm, I'm eat, I'm plant-based. Like I've been vegan for almost eight years now. So like, yes, I've, I've cut out some things in in my diet, but I'm, you know, I, I think, you know you do you and as you said like our our bodies are very unique our our specifically the makeup of our gut are literally as unique as as a fingerprint we yeah. all have completely different makeups mine's um, a little messed and
0: up <laughs> mine's hide its issues
1: <laughs> yeah exactly Well, you're talking um about that and about how and that goes back to wait, because I was going to comment on this before how you were saying you know, people commenting on you having lost weight. And for you, actually, that was, that was a, that's a traumatic thing. That wasn't, you know, you lost a bunch of weight and for people to be commenting on that, they're like, yeah, like that's, that's just like, you know, speaking, like when when you speak on those sorts of things, you really don't know what's going on with someone. And, and, you know, when you, so sorry, I've now, gone between two different things anyways lifestyle i'm like like diets i'm really not a a fan of i don't i don't think they really serve purpose because they're not sustainable and if anything that'll you'll have what like for instance when i was talking about my tree planting things and the fluctuation like when you go from you you know lose all this weight and then if you you know stop that diet or whatever stop whatever it's it's there's a good chance it's going to creep creep back up on you so instead you know making making changes, making small changes, making adjustments that you can sustain that like will, will be sustainable. And, and I think a big thing of that is like, I just don't think like counting calories or, you know, portioning out your macros, your carbs, your proteins, your fats. Like m- m- like my big thing, if I was going to say, like, I, I think, like, I think eating whole foods um, like a variety of whole foods in, in my, and for me, that's whole plant foods, Mm. um, make uh, uh, like a, a variety diversity of, of whole foods is, is, um, you know, we're not counting calories or proteins. It is, is what's, is what's going to be nourishing for your body. And, you know, just exactly everyone, everyone's a bit different. So, um, really tuning into that inner sort of um, awareness of, yeah. yeah, like what, you know, the your feeling, right? Too, like,
0: your moods and what's going on yeah. in your life, because again, like you do restrict or you do eat more or things that maybe aren't as good for you or what your body needs because of a certain yeah. feeling that you have
1: certain moods. Yeah. So being aware of that, like, Oh, am I, am I eating all of this right now? Like, because I'm actually, I want to eat all this or am I eating right now? Because i Feels like shit about myself or because I feel sad or be, you're saying because I feel lonely like I'm trying to you know I'm, or I'm bored oh, I'm like saying, that's yeah. bored, bored eating's a big one like I'm a lone eater yeah <laughs> a lone eater yeah me, me too definitely um and yeah tuning into those things and then um and then going back to what I sort of was starting to, to speak about um you know with the commenting on people's bodies and I know I'm definitely bad for I I wish I could say that I'm you know, where you are now and that I, I wish I could say, I didn't like when people commented when I, when I'm at a place where I've lost weight, I, 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 I do love it. I feed off of it. It's, it's bad and it's, fe- it's fueling this, mm-hmm. this, this bad high fire. It too sometimes, it's a high. Yeah. 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 And it, it is. And it's, it's, and people I guess, it, it, yeah. And, it, but it, it definitely fuels that, that, that cycle because we, then we know in our minds when we know things start to get our pants start to get tighter or whatever, we know that, oh, now no one's commenting on, mm. on how thin we are or whatever. And then it's just, you're in this bad headspace again. So I think really like for other people, like not like just taking, taking weight or, you know, even if someone has like, you know, they've, you've noticed they've lost a lot of weight or whatever, you know, just do your best to, to not comment on like, On that specifically, you know, like finding other things to like, to to comment on, or like, like just like because you don't know what's going on. And with Robin's case, like, like you know, people commenting on you having lost weight or whatever. When really, what was going on is you were having an awful, awful like (laughs) it was a very time, yeah, like a like a traumatizing time, yeah. Um, and you you don't know what's going on with other people, and you don't know how those those small comments affect people and I think until you're in that place until you're on the inside where you know like how it feels like they don't they don't think it's that big of a deal but like that awareness is I think really important because those those words can can really affect you yeah
0: and like again like I don't think neither of us are saying like you can't compliment another person that's a great thing it's no we're not and but the thing is I especially for those because it was people who knew me and who knew me it is people who saw me growing up for the most part as like a chubbier child yeah. and like someone who did struggle with their weight. Like I did fluctuate yeah. at times. I think yeah. that's when it's kind of like, okay, like is something going on? Because, but again, like I, you know, I, I wasn't open. So you I could have been more open and been like, now I kind of have boundaries where I will tell people like if I'm not comfortable with what they're saying, like what they're saying. Yeah, good. But, that's so important. Um, yeah, but for the most part, I know like most people are doing it out of a place of like goodness. But, and that's the thing yeah, yeah. it's hard it's, it's not actually, always
1: going to be it's not always going to be received that way and just being just being conscious of it like yeah. instead of holy smokes like you have you're looking thin or you're looking fit like, like <laughs> oh you look radiant today like you look yeah. beautiful you yeah. are beautiful you're you know there's just so many so many other things you can say like you're fucking rocking that outfit today robin like oh my god like Look at you rocking that mini skirt. Who wears <laughs> mini skirts? Yeah. <laughs> rocking those, that oh, I have like, a skirt little. I'm this summer. <laughs> Actually, I did just buy a, 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 a mini skirt, skirt from a can... secondhand oh, store. I need
0: to come visit you and we can go rock our mini yes. skirts out in public in our conference. Yes. Um, I think we've really, like, this episode obviously has been, this was something I wanted to do for a while. And I was so glad when we had that video chat and we video chat. What did, what did we do? A Zoom? I don't know. There's so yeah. many names to them all these days but we finally connected and talked about something that we both didn't realize we were going through that is such a huge problem in society. And, um, you know, I'm like people should know they're not alone. I know I'm not alone. Like I have you, I have, and I know that there are other people who haven't spoken to me about certain things or haven't been as
1: open. And it's just so refreshing to be able to talk about this with you. Um, You're not alone. No one's ever, like there are so many people going through this, even if you don't think, like you may not know. Yeah, you're not alone, exactly.
0: I think that's, like, a huge takeaway from this episode for sure. Um, and also that, like, doing anything that suits your body, whether it be exercising, eating eating certain foods, um, if you're tired, stopping exercising. And, like, mm-hmm. or as we said before, if you're hooking up with someone and you're, like, oh, goddamn, like, why am I hooking up with them? Like, that's not a person I like. That's not a person I want in my life or in my bed. Say no or leave the situation. Like, you and I mean, if someone you're seeing, obviously do it in a polite way. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think what we're saying is that like your body knows what it wants and your mind knows what it wants and there's ways yeah. to handle it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Always coming from a place of love, committing yes. to loving yourself every single day. Yes. The key it might away. be a struggle, but yeah. Yes. Loving yourself every single day. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. Ken's
0: um, again, this was like, so far such so the most refreshing, um, episode and also talk that we had last like two weeks ago it was so nice to catch up and this was such an important episode and i think a lot of people resonate with what we had to say and what you had to say you brought some incredible points in kens
1: oh thanks rob so lovely to talk to you and mm-hmm. have fun on your date tonight oh god That's thank awesome. you
0: Whee! wish me lots of actually no yeah, wish bring good luck. i'm bringing my i wish
1: place. him luck.
0: <laughs> yeah Makes yeah sense. love you so much um Love you so much. Thank you for being a part of this. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Have a great week.